0: Hello, everyone, and welcome Hello. back to All That and Then Some. Sorry we took such a long hiatus. Oh, yes, That was real long. We it was, was needed, though. Finals, yeah. Ah. <laughs> we was stressed. Um, but we back, we back in battle the Evil. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before we dive into everything, we have a little shout out since we saw a comment on our last our um, Instagram yeah. speaking about European body standards.
1: We want to give out a shout out to maggie.ne for commenting and also educating us about Asian standards um and also just different cultural characters within our last podcast so if you're listening to this go run out to go run out and look at maggie with that point
0: in e and also look at the art because the art is beautiful on the page yes thank you for educating us that's what we're here for we that's don't know arts. everything we only see within our community so mm-hmm. um it's very much needed
1: very much so but it's Tinka T and it's khadija and we start out with talking about black male privilege today yes
0: um so of course when you hear or when you see black man and privilege in the same sentence you obviously are just like that doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. but we're not talking about it from the point of view of like comparing it between white male privilege Mm -hmm. um we're talking about it within our community just like white men have Dominance within their own communities mm-hmm. over women, mm-hmm. black men have the same kind of dominance. And we just gonna talk about that a little bit because I've experienced it with my father. Okay. Um, and just seeing it spread out throughout our community is just it's it's wild to see, but it's also like it's not talked about. In there.
1: It's, I don't think it is talked about, and I think if it, it's not talked about because it begins with. You know, the childhood, the upbringing Mm. of of young boys turning into men and the expectation of young boys and the chores that they have to do by their mother or, you know, just, I don't know how to specifically say it, but the expectation of what a young boy should do and also in comparison of what a young girl should do, you can see a a major difference within the upbringing of a a young black boy and a young black girl being raised in one household. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it when we were younger and I have one brother, he's older than me, but he's the only boy within the four. And it was like, you know, as the young girls, we were taught how to clean and how to deep clean. We were taught how to cook. We were taught (laughs) how to, you know, do everything we needed to do. And for my brother, it was take out the trash, you know, if there's anything your father need, help him with that too. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, this big gap within the expectation. It so it starts out within our own households. Right. And then we, as women, have to deal with that when they become grown men.
0: Yeah, and sometimes we feed into that too mm-hmm. because we're like, oh – all my man has to do is go to work, provide money, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And so when black men are dating, um, they all they ever think about is providing. Mm-hmm. And this is not for every black man. We're not speaking for all of them. But mm-hmm. we're saying within our experience, we've seen just um, the way that they'll go to work, come home, and that's it. Yeah, And the emotional impact of Mm -hmm. our relationships with them Mm -hmm. is just like it's severed because they don't know how to show that you know black men specifically they're taught oh you shouldn't cry that's a girl's thing and men across the board are taught that but black men specifically, that shit is like embedded. Oh, you yeah. cried? You gay? You must yeah. be gay. There must, must be, be something gay. wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, we men, we don't, we
1: don't cry like that, right? You know? Yeah, and it's it's very shameful because again, it goes right back home, mm. and it's like, well, we don't want to, we don't want to talk about the mothers because then, you know, all that and another. But it really is it's embedded within how we see ourselves and how we see a man is supposed to be in the future, which only talks about those generational curses that I feel Mm. like this is what a a marriage is supposed to look like. So this is how I'm going to train you to be like a proper man. But sometimes it's like, you're not, you're not helping. And then with society, society feeds into that. So then we as young women who are dating, we feed into that because that's what we think. That's the, the, the norm. Yeah. And it's not the norm. It's, um, it's very much so toxic. It it becomes, Toxic masculinity because within all the men talking and socializing, feeling like you know having no expectation except for well, all I got to do is go to work, come home, bring my my baby her her uh, check, and I'm done for the yeah. day. Meanwhile, even if the oh, the woman is a housewife, which more power to you, housewife. You know you you think that a housewife or some a wife in general don't take on so much. But when you have the expectation or the lack thereof for a man to, you know, all he has to do is go home or go to work, come home, um, eat your dinner and go to bed. Yeah. Where is the emotional support? Right. Where is the uh the, the need of being there for the children? Right. There is the total absence. And it brings on a, a complete complex even for the children because they see that. Right. They see their appearance. They see their father there, but not there.
0: It's just a cycle. And my, my dad was like that growing up you know i didn't see him until morning mm-hmm. i didn't you know i didn't go to bed with him it was always my mom and so yeah. when they got in fights he would always be like oh well what did you like what did you do but mm-hmm. like, today like what did?" and it's like providing for children is a job within itself mm-hmm. and i don't think we acknowledge that enough mm-hmm. and so it creates that problem that when you're married to this person you've already established these expectations and you know When you're expecting your spouse to go out and provide for you and then you're home doing something and they just throw that back in your face, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, now we have an issue. Mm -hmm. And those, I'm glad you brought up the word generational or the phrase generational curses because we don't break those enough. We don't. And, um, that is a whole other episode in itself, (laughs) but it's really like, it, it's crazy to me how we're just like, Okay. This is how my dad taught me. This is what my dad said to me. It's like, okay, but your dad's not in this house. Right. He's not raising these children. Right. And so the privilege to just be like, this okay, is what my family. Did. Yeah, so this, this is what, what I'm my doing. right. And yeah. just pass it on to your children, mm-hmm. and they don't know any better, and so they follow through with that. Mm-hmm. And that is so. We just don't talk about that enough. We don't. We showed sure up, and it's, it's crazy. And it, it 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 is crazy because we're not going
1: to talk about generational curses in this episode, but it does formulate that. And then when you try to break it, it it wears down the relationship that you're in in itself because you're like trying to combat something that's almost feels hereditary right um of course it's it's an environmental you learn it kind of thing but when that's all you know and then you have usually i'm i'm in a a black love relationship you have another strong black woman telling you hey i'm not gonna put up with this shit Mm -hmm. now you're like you got this complex like god dog i don't know what the hell to do because My father's telling me this and this is how I seen my father do it, but now she wants something completely different. And it's also it brings back to the, the black male privilege of when a woman brings on uh, expectation, then it's like
0: who are you to give me right. you know, who are you to give me standards? They view us as lesser and mm-hmm. that's and it's also a direct pipeline to what we talked about in an earlier episode about can you date outside of your race and still be pro-black? Mm-hmm. And that leads one bad conversation with a black woman who's like, "These are this is what I want. This is how I want to be loved. This is what I want from you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, that's too much. you asking for too, too much. much. You, yep. shouldn't, you should be doing all that. And so they're like, "Okay, I don't like black women." When yeah. in reality, your mama's black. Right. Like you love your mama so much, but you're talking all this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Okay, that pipeline we can see it." Yeah,
1: you sure can. It's I was trying to think of the word um, but it goes it goes back to one of those things like what do you bring to the table? Mm. And then it's like, "Well, I bring, you know, I bring good cooking. I bring a clean house." I bring Change, yes, children. I, you know, I, I I help raise the children. Well, what do you bring for me? Well, I could say I bring sex, but I'm I'm more than that. Yeah. I could say that I can br- I bring good head, but yeah. I'm more than that. Your you kid know? could be
0: running around butt ass <laughs> naked. <laughs> yes.
1: And it's like, okay, so you're asking of me, what do I bring? What do you bring? Mm. Because typically it's you know, you can bring some good dick or bomb whatever to the bed mm. and then it's like okay and you can also work what else are you providing because I'm a human being Mm -hmm. I need nourishment emotionally physically spiritually it needs to happen and you know for them it's an expectation and that's what the the privilege is Mm -hmm. for men there's an expectation so deep embedded within themselves that a wife is supposed to be this 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 or a partner is supposed to be this 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 but then when the partner has that same return, it's like, mm, no, yeah. I don't, I don't think this is how it goes. You know, they get defensive. Yeah. And it's like, well, I just want to grow with you. Mm. How can we grow together? Nice. And it's just, it just, it doesn't happen. And then, you know, it, that that pride is also um, rubbed in a great manner when it comes to business because toxic masculinity isn't just within the home it comes into the business like i said it, it's um it's one of the society standards where toxic masculinity is the norm right. you have a group of five boys and one boy says you know look at that girl with the fat ass over there Let's say two of them don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. but they'll all laugh and giggle because oh, they don't want enough. Yeah,
0: that's weird.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't want to be the one who say, "Hey, that that joke wasn't appropriate." Yeah, you know what do you mean by that? You mm-hmm. won't you won't reach that until someone reaches twenty two, twenty three, mm-hmm. and maybe not even then. Uh, I was, like,
0: asking those questions. Why Why was that joke funny? Right. Simp, it, it, the word simp comes to mind. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, you a simp. Mm-hmm. I'm just loving my girl, mm-hmm. like, doing what I'm supposed to do. Oh, that's simp behavior. Mm-hmm. What does that word even mean? Jeez. Like, that's that's thrown around so... It, it, some people use it as a positive term, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm a simp for my girl. Like, mm-hmm. that's you and your girl, whatever. But they're like, oh, you such a simp. Like, mm-hmm. you won't go out with the boys. And it's like, okay, And it's a stereotype that black men feed into directly without knowing. Like, oh, you're supposed to be this dominating figure. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of, I saw this TikTok, and it was this girl, this white woman, and she was like, oh, responding to a black woman asking why white women love black men. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, they're so dominant and muscular. Just Mm -hmm. talking about them like, like she was about to buy this man. Mm Mm-hmm. Off the block, and I was like, "That if you if you're attracted to someone is just filled with stereotypes like that. Mm-hmm. You're making them feel like they have to uphold this in order to get your love,
1: their ego, right? And it's not to say that all white women, all women outside the black race, has this uh, view of black men. Mm-hmm. Black men are fine as fuck, of course. But it's to say that when you strike, when you continue to purr the nerve that the, the toxic masculinity is okay and it's, it's upset, it's upset, oh my god, it's accepted within the household. Um, it causes problems for not only your relationship, but as the individual himself, because, like you said with the simp thing, you know, I'm married and uh, when the word simp first came out, it was that like he had his own bodily complex because it was like, i like to cater to my woman. Right. You know, anything she need, I, I got her. Emotionally, physically, uh, financially, I got her. So when the word simp came out and he's like, you know, what does that word mean? Mm-hmm. And it was like someone who would do any, anything to get some coochie or in order to get with a girl. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is the problem with that? Yeah. And at first, when it was brought about, because it was brought about with his boys, he was like, ah, uh, you know, I ain't no simp. But mm. then he came home. Whole time, yeah. <laughs> he like he came home and he was like, I need to talk about this because am I a simp? And I'm like, yeah, you are. What of and it? And ain't nothing wrong what, with it. What of it? There's I, nothing wrong with <laughs> you being <know>. obsessed with <laughs> your girl. girl. It's nothing at all wrong with catering to your woman mm-hmm. and for the term to be so badly corrupted. And I guess the word itself is corrupted, but. The action of loving your woman the way she wants to be loved. And she shows you, um, she takes the time to show you how she likes to be catered to. And you actually do it.
0: Why is it bad to do it? Right. Especially if you love doing it. And if your homeboys laugh at you, fuck them. Yeah. They're probably. not your homeboys. Exactly. Because they they out here cheating and lying, throwing right. up, sliding down the wall, crying. Right. And you out here having a good relationship, so like isn't, isn't that what everybody wants? Exactly. That's the end know. goal,
1: and it's and it's funny because that example on its own it shows you how like you know all his boys oh simp he a simp da da da, da. and he's like yeah and it was like oh yeah I'm not no simp ha 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 and then come home with this complex like dang am I that's not what I'm supposed to do as a man mm-hmm. am I messing up as a man so then there's this own internal complex of what am i supposed to be doing as a man am i not masculine enough am i not am i not strong enough am i no longer the man of the house because out there outside this door You know, I'm supposed to be this macho man who who's just throwing his dominance around like, you know, and then when you come inside, it's like, I don't want that. Leave that at the door because that's not that's not who we are as a couple or as individuals. You can play that character out there. Mm -hmm. But when you come in here, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. And even that on its own, it it just brings about one of those things where uh, what is it? identity? What is that? Imposter syndrome? Yes, ma'am. Imposter syndrome. Because it's like you, you as an individual, as a black man, don't know who you're supposed to be within this society. You don't know where
0: you fit in. hmm And it's like everybody's saying, oh, you're this, you're this. And it's like black boys are so loving. Children are so loving. Mm-hmm. They learn through... Like abuse and through trauma and through the neglect or the love of their parents, and so to think that they come up as these these beautiful like loving people, and then they like they're wronged and they're just like, oh, I'm standoffish. I don't do this no more. Mm-hmm. Like I did this for one girl and she don't appreciate it. Okay, you can take time for yourself, but also when you're ready to come back, I will. Yeah, I'll be there for you because. Mm-hmm you know there's there's nothing wrong with
1: you to begin with right and i think another thing is a lot of men view being emotional Mm. as a feminine trait right a feminine trait, and a man. Like, I'd be damned if I if you think I'm feminine because right. I'm not gay. Yeah. And it's like you know you know how many times Prior I've been accused. Gay? You know, you know it's like how many times people could be accused of being gay, mm-hmm. and it's like someone gets so like offended. Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Oh, I don't have a problem with with gay people, but yeah. don't call me gay. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, okay. So <laughs> I mean, that's his own thing, but it's like you know to really
1: think about it and be like, well, any trait that a fit, a woman also has or a person who's very feminine also has, I as a man, <clears throat> as a strong independent man, I cannot be that or I am gay. Right. Or I'm seen as too feminine. Like um I I was on TikTok the other day and this man um he was very masculine in every way, but he likes to paint his nails. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's very attractive. Yeah. I like
0: that. But for other people, it was like, are you gay? Let me give you a manicure. Babe. Yeah, you Bye. get
1: that, that emoji. The, 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 uh, the little taunt hand yeah, flip. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, he likes to take care of himself. He likes to do his nails. And everyone's like, you gay, you gay. How are you going to tell somebody what they are? And mm. even if this person is, give them time to express that when they're ready, yeah. But it's like, back to the the male thing, it's like, there's so many things that are embedded within our society where femininity is gay. Mm-hmm. um, You know, wanting to cater to your wo- woman, you're a simp. Hashtag, mm-hmm. Or, you know, gay. It's right. like, anything that you do as a man, you know,
0: is gay. So then you become desensitized. You're yes. just like, you take your emotions completely off the table and you're like, I'm not going to show no emotion. Mm-hmm. My only emotion is dominance, mm-hmm. anger. That's it. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, we need to backtrack. And now you're broken and I don't know how to fix you. Yeah. And then it falls back on
1: a woman mm-hmm. of trying to fix the man when that wasn't her position in the first place. Right.
0: Yeah. You, you think you... you, Oh, I can fix him. Mm-hmm. You can't fix nobody. Yeah, he, he hurting. And so when... Like, when you call them out on these behaviors, they get really defensive. And then, instead of, like, acknowledging that, oh, I did this wrong, or, oh, I said this wrong, I didn't Mm -hmm. mean to say that, acknowledging your mistake Mm -hmm. and learning from that, Mm -hmm. instead of doing that, they completely rob themselves of the essence to build a stronger community. Mm -hmm. Like, black feminists have been saying for so long, hey... We just want you to protect us while we are helping protect the rest of the community Mm -hmm. because you can't free half a race. Mm -hmm. You know, there, um, there was this, uh, on NPR 2010, it was, um, it was a little podcast and he said, there is no liberation for half the race. And I think that's really important because you can't like, you you can't, you don't, the half the right you have to bring everybody along Mm -hmm. and if everybody has different tasks or roles that's fine but as long as we all come together to create that community and empower each other there's nothing wrong with that and so when they leave when black men leave black women to forge for themselves Mm -hmm. and just complete like black trans women Mm -hmm. they're like oh i'm not protecting this person like you are you know black men kill black trans women, because they're like, oh, you should have said that you should have told me this and that. And it's mm-hmm. like, first of all, w- she did not deserve to lose her life over you thinking that you you, you scared that the homeboy's going to find out you gay. Mm-hmm. And you killed her. For, for what? For yes. absolutely what? And so it's senseless. These women are dying, mm-hmm. and then you want to turn around and say, oh, I'm not protecting these people. They, it's not my job to put- It's not. But it's, not. Mm-hmm. it's also like it takes a village, right? It takes a, a whole village. village, and
1: it's like go to where you know that you're good at, but don't mm-hmm. shit on somebody else just because you're not good at it, right? You know, um, I was thinking of Tabitha Brown when I said that. God, uh, shout out to you, Tabitha. Uh, anyway, um, I just feel like for for men, he, they don't understand that it does take a village. For some men, mm-hmm. they don't understand that it does take a village and and they 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 feel like it, they have to do it on their own right they have to do it on their own and they they burn themselves out which just causes more toxic behavior that we as women as a whole no matter the race we accept it right you know because we're like we we're, we're trying to fix them and we god knows we can't fix nobody but ourselves right. and once we find happiness within ourselves we can then help them to fix themselves um but you know it just it it becomes a whole cycle it does become a whole cycle and and it does start with childhood the home the home how you grew up as individuals and then also them taking advantage of um those things that are already kind of given to them those norms Mm -hmm. um with feeling like masculinity like toxic masculinity is the only masculinity that should be
0: surrounded for all men right um and so when we do talk about black male privilege we're talking about black men as the oppressors of black women yeah. and um a lot of times when we talk about things like incarceration or we talk about workplaces it's like a black man will stand there and be like, oh, I have no say whatsoever in my society because I am a minority. Which is correct. You are a minority. You are oppressed. Mm-hmm. But you are unknowingly oppressing the people within your community. Mm-hmm. You are silencing women. You're not, you're not standing up for them when they, you know, can't stand up for themselves. And so we'll, they lose that sense of community. Mm-hmm. And back to incarceration, like everybody's like, oh, black men and black boys, and incar- the, the incarceration rates for black people across the board are awful mm-hmm. and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But the rising rate of incarceration boils down to to, to Latino women and black women, mm-hmm. like they are the rising rate mm-hmm. of women in jail and in prison and black men they get paid more than black women like it's a community issue i think the the thing is the thing that we have to understand
1: and our our listeners have to understand is that you know as a minority we are oppressed Mm -hmm. but as black men they are also oppressors Mm -hmm. and you know there there are times where we can't just blame everything on black men. Right. You know, there are a lot of things that the the white people have also embedded within us and we we have not been able to break those generational curses and say that, hey, that does not belong to me anymore. Right. And I refuse to continue to deal with it. But that's also to say that, you know, men have have the privilege to either blame Oh, well, the the white man, you know, or, right. you know, my, my girl, she always digging me. They, they have the privilege to put that onto someone else mm. because it's like if I take the responsibility, that means I'll, I have to actually do something about it. Right. You know, there's no point of me saying like. Yeah, I, I drink too much or I smoke too much, and then not doing anything about it. If you see it's affecting other people, right? Um, and with the the incarceration thing, yes, it's it's, it's a big problem. My, my father, he he worked many years within the um, the system, and he's tried many of times to make halfway homes, and all you see are black men going in there thinking like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a change, but then as soon as it get hard. It's like, well, there's no expectation for me right. to, there's a, there's a want for me to get better. But after I get better, you know, what is there for me? Right. There's no expectation that I have to do anything for anybody. Right. Yeah, um. It, it goes back to one thing of them not being able to find a sense of community because they've been in jail so long, but also it was hard for them to find a sense of community anyway. Right
0: so it's just it's just the ongoing cycle, yeah, and then not acknowledging that like privilege is such a hard word to discuss with anybody because mm-hmm. especially someone who refuses to understand mm-hmm. that privilege, like when you talk about white privilege, people are like oh i I lived in a shack for years, like i don't have I'm unemployed right now, okay, but that has nothing to do with your race, mm-hmm. you know the like I am gay, mm-hmm. and you are not. Mm-hmm. You have privilege as a straight person to mm-hmm. go around and because you are the majority, whereas I am the minority. Women are the minority mm-hmm. over men. And so you have to acknowledge that privilege. It's there whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be there whether you like it or not. So to acknowledge that and just make the world a little bit better and a little less stressful for black women, mm-hmm. it goes quite a long way it does and it's
1: one thing that i've realized when having a conversation i had a conversation with my neighbor who is white um and we talked about just privilege Mm -hmm. in general and we got into a conflict because they felt attacked concerning how i feel like they were born with privilege Mm -hmm. um it's not to say that you as an individual didn't work your ass off to get to where you came from. Mm-hmm. I am not trying to take that away from you. I'm saying that when you came out of your mother, you were born with the privilege that I did not have. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that, and use that to to become make the world better, mm-hmm. to spread awareness. I'm not. It's. I think everyone's trying to get to anyone who's a oppressor, no matter who it is a black woman a black a black man a white woman a white man that we all have a privilege somewhere somehow but if we acknowledge it and then find a way to use it to better the minority in the the
0: situation it will be much better it black will people go have targets on our back and we've always had targets on our back from literally the moment we've been born it's Mm -hmm. like that target you may have a target on your back as a white person but mine is so big my Mm -hmm. the minority target is so big and it's not to play the oppression olympics but people of color are just we have this giant target and we don't sometimes we don't even realize it we're just walking around with it Mm -hmm. saying shoot me in the back of our you know (laughs) back of our bag and we just like okay you know and so to acknowledge that is it's not only growth, but it's very freeing to be mm-hmm. like, okay, when I see something happen, I'm standing up for that person. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a black woman, a, a Latino, like anyone. Just acknowledging, hey, I have this privilege. I can use it to the best of my ability, and I can use it as an advantage.
1: Right. According to Rider University, um, privilege is a right or immunity granted as a particular benefit, advantage, or favor. Mm. And I feel like... Um, Men, they, they they you know they're they're stronger physically than women. They they have the upper hand financially than women. There are so many things that grant them to be one or two steps higher than women in general. And as you said, once once it's acknowledged, there's so many things that can happen that can be beautiful within households, right. within marriages, within the art economic system. Uh, within our society
0: yeah, I think that was a good conversation <laughs> I think we talked about we put our hands in a bunch of pots and that we were did. all kind of under the same cauldron and we just said aye <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. but if you're listening thank you for tuning in and also if you have any
1: any um, comments or Request. any additional yeah um feel free to follow us on our instagram again follow the lead of maggie.ne who was also able to let us know a couple of things about european um body standards um the that what is the asia asia edition yeah they touched on asian culture and mm-hmm. also
0: some of like latino mm-hmm.
1: So follow the lead of them and, you know, always communicate. We love talking to you guys and listening to you guys and your point of view also. It's not just about us, but hopefully this is just our, with a little um, research, there is research, but just our opinions and how we see the the world. Yeah. Um, So if ever you guys want to have a conversation, go to our Instagram, check us out,
0: um, let us know and we will hear from you. And also, if you want any of the links to any of the research that we did, we'll link them below um, our Instagram post. Um, Keep a lookout for our Instagram. We might be posting some stuff. Um, And hopefully during the break we can record more Mm -hmm. so that when school comes back up, we can just start posting instead of, you know, having to record and be on top of things instead. So, yeah all right it's it. and it's khadijah we and we'll out. See you later boy. black excellence and education at its finest all that and then some is a black-led podcast where we give you real and raw discussions about our community and beyond let's get it popping y'all